Earlier today, I was reading an article about the American worker. It was oddly enough by CNN and the title, and it was entitled, American Workers Don't Want to Go Back to Normal, and That Makes Sense. It goes on to read, Johnny Paycheck saying, take this job and shove it in 1977. Today, it may well be the mantra for the post-COVID workforce. Getting back to normal in the American jobs market won't cut it for everyone, especially in retail and hospitality, where normal was an army of low-wage workers juggling two or more part-time jobs just to pay the bills. The past 15 months has been a reckoning for everyone. The pandemic forced families to reorder their health, family, and work obligations. Schools closed. Child care and elder care was disrupted. Congress came to the rescue, opening its purse strings to prevent a coronavirus recession from becoming a depression. The year of extra jobless benefits and stimulus checks Congress authorized gave millions of workers breathing space for the first time. Today, as the engine of the American economy revs back to life, it is not as simple as plugging workers right back into the jobs they left. Here's the evidence. Layoffs are slowing and the economy is adding jobs. But the Labor Department reported a record 9.3 million job openings in April. An unheard of figure. You think about all these companies trying to turn on the lights at full capacity at the same time, says Nella Richardson, ADB chief economist. There are some dislocations in the jobs market because everybody's hiring at the same time. the so-called quit rate. More people are quitting their jobs than any time in the past 20 years, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Four million people quit their jobs in April. It's a sign of confidence in finding a new job as millions look for better opportunities in new industries. It's also a sign that millions of Americans are not rushing to go back to normal when normal was a patchwork of low-wage, retail, restaurant, or hospitality jobs. Record new business creation. Instead of applying to work for someone else, a record number are starting their own businesses. As of May, 2.5 million new businesses, business applications have been filed in 2021, according to the Census Bureau. That's already more than half of the business formed in 2020. Some of the strongest growth has been in sectors like retail, transportation, warehouses, construction, and real estate. Not too long ago, I made a podcast, produced a podcast, um, regarding the the misinformation of the working class. Um, and in this podcast, I discussed how the politicians and the businesses, you know, the 
the constituents of the politicians were complaining that the working class had no work ethic. Um, and I, I don't know if I read it, but I, I will have to go back to the podcast. But in the interim of that podcast, people were working for $2.50 an hour plus tips. And the idea that people had no work ethic was preposterous to me because I couldn't understand how you would expect sensible people to return to what in some cases is soul crushing work after realizing and after being labeled or liable or taken aback uh, you know being essentially called non-essential by a government knowing that your life is essential that your work is essential but being labeled non-essential by the government people had time to think about their lives the working class not just the high end not just the middle class not just the people who were fortunate enough to work at home, but the people who worked those front lines had time to think about what they wanted in life. And maybe they're not thinking directly about the pursuit of happiness being part of the Constitution, but they simply are inclined to pursue happiness, to pursue a work-life balance. We've been conditioned for so many years that if you're not working and work isn't the center of your life, that you're a bum and a slob and a drag on society. But when you have time away from these soul-crushing jobs, these low wages, these jobs that take you nowhere. You begin to realize that you want something more out of life than just work. We could drop dead tomorrow. Anything can happen, not just COVID. Anything can happen. So forgive me if I don't feel sorry that restaurants and service industries are suffering a little bit. That they are struggling to find people willing to once again have their soul crushed by low wages 
and bad bosses and part-time. People are beginning to wake up to the idea, to the thought, to the realization that, yes, work is a part of our lives, but life is also a part of our lives. And now, I want to go on to the next segment of our podcast. I want to talk about counting. I don't know when it was fashionable for us to count everything. I understand counting money. I understand counting, of course, children. Ha ha. <laughs> I understand the importance of counting. But when did we start counting steps? And how many steps make us valuable? Qualifies as exercise. I look at runners, they don't count steps. I don't even think they count miles, but they run. Do I really need a step counter to know that I've been walking all day and my legs are tired? 